Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. For me, the most important organization around is Revolution Philadelphia. You might say, well, why is that? Well, a couple reasons. I'm going to rant for the next 30 seconds, and I'm going to turn it over to the guest. You might notice my hoodie, which says, Arm the Animals, and I wish that they could carry weapons. That's all I'll say about that. You might also notice these sneakers. These are Adidas sneakers. They're vegan. You might notice my stylish shoes that I wear in court. Vegan from Wills of London. You might notice my Louis Vuitton belt. Vegan. My Doshi belt. So you can be vegan. Oh, I can't forget about my fake leather jacket, which is vegan. Armani at boards, no less. So you can be vegan for selfish reasons, and you can be vegan for selfless reasons. And because of that, I wanted to talk to two persons from this important organization, Revolution Philadelphia, and those persons are Stephanie Kirsten and Mansi Bugwadi. This organization fights for those who can't fight for themselves. In the same way that you would be outraged if somebody tortured and murdered your kitten, tortured and murdered your puppy, well, that puppy, that kitten, it's just like you're a baby when it comes to being a sentient creature. If I took this pen and jabbed it into my hand right now, the same pain I would feel is the same pain that a cow feels, that a turkey feels, that a chicken feels. In fact, when we talk about sentient creatures, we're talking about creatures that, like you, feel pain and undergo trauma and experience fear and grieve separation. The very same thing. I told you I was going to rant for about 20 seconds. That's my 20 seconds. So now I'm going to turn it over to our guest. I'm going to start with Stephanie. Stephanie, tell us a little bit about this organization, Revolutionary, Revolution Philadelphia, and a little about yourself, and then we'll go to Mansi. Hi, thank you so much for having us today. We really appreciate this opportunity. Um, like you introduced me, my name is Stephanie Kirsten. I am an elementary school teacher. I've been teaching in the public school for over 21 years. Um, and Revolution Philadelphia is a women-led grassroots animal rights organization, and we speak up for the liberation of all animals. I've been working on multiple campaigns at the moment, which we'd be happy to get into, but I'll let Monsi go ahead and speak. Monsi, please go ahead. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much for having us here. Uh, I'm a big admirer of your work. So. I am originally from India. I moved to the US about 15 years ago. Uh, I'm an occupational therapist. I've been one for over 15 years and I'm currently at Drexel University pursuing my MFA in creative writing. And my goal is to actually write animal-centric fiction. So that's why I'm, I'm in school right now. And I think the question you asked was, tell, us a, tell you a little bit about Revolution Philadelphia. Um, so we started in 2020 because we felt like there was a lack of a grassroots movement in Philadelphia. We do have some animal rights organizations, but none of them were fully specific because we are our own microcosm and we have our own set of animal rights issues, animal welfare issues that we needed to address. So we are women led. It's three of us, Tiffany Stair, she's a nurse, Stephanie and me. And we do most everything. We have full-time jobs, and then the rest of the time is spent in, with Revolution Philadelphia. 
Let me say both of you seem like pros when it comes to radio because you get in and out. Many of my guests go on and on and on, and you both are so concise and conversant, so I appreciate that. Um, let's jump right into it. Back on Monday, there was a preliminary hearing scheduled uh, regarding a woman and something that she did. For those who don't know, uh, Stephanie, tell us what the accusations are and why the public should care. Uh, so she's facing four counts of aggravated uh, cruelty to animals. She was uh, on YouTube posting what's called crush videos. Um, there was like a sexual connotation to some of the comments from the people watching. Um, and she was scantily clad. Um, so she had frogs, chicken, a pigeon, and a rabbit that she had slowly tortured, mutilated, disemboweled um, on these videos. And it would get increasingly worse. I think the more likes and the more followers would join the video. And just so folks know, this was not AI generated. These were real animals being tortured before your very eyes. Yeah, and apparently she had over 20,000 views, and we don't know who these people are watching these videos. It could be children. I mean, access to YouTube is for everyone, so it's hard to sort of imagine who's watching this, who's taking this violence in, and what that effect will have on people, whether they're there for entertainment uh, or, you know, it's causing trauma. Before we hear from Monsi, we want Monsi to add to what Stephanie just said. Let me just put on my lawyer hat and break down to folks what happened and what will happen. Well, the defendant's name is Anagar Monsi, 28-year-old, and I'm embarrassed to say black woman from Upper Darby. And she had a preliminary hearing scheduled this past Monday on February 5 in Upper Darby. But her lawyer did... What I, as a lawyer, do when the evidence is overwhelming against my client, we waive the preliminary hearing. And the reason we waive the preliminary hearing is because we don't want all that evidence on the record. Because if nobody testifies and then a trial is scheduled a year from now and no witnesses are available, we can get the case thrown out. Because there's no record of what happened at the preliminary hearing because the person strategically waived the preliminary hearing. So by waiving the preliminary hearing, that means the case now goes to a formal arraignment. And that formal arraignment will take place on March 20 at the Delaware County Courthouse in Media. I will be there. I hope the public is there so we can let folks know how outraged we are. And Monsi, I'm going to turn it over to you in just a couple of seconds. But the charges are, and there are four counts of animal cruelty. In Pennsylvania, there's animal cruelty, and then there's aggravated animal cruelty that makes it even worse. And it's really interesting because, and I'm not going to throw any shade at non-vegans, but when you look at the legal definition of animal cruelty and aggravated animal cruelty, Almost every non-vegan could be charged with it because the language is that if for regular animal cruelty under Section 5533, if you intentionally or recklessly abuse an animal. So it seems to me that by caging the animal and traumatizing the animal and slaughtering the animal, that would be defined as abuse. But then we go to Section 5534, which is aggravated animal cruelty, and that's where you, quote, torture, neglect, or engage in cruel acts that, quote, causes serious bodily injury or death to the animals. That's what she's charged with. And um, i got to tell you, people know me as the civil libertarian. But I got to tell you both, this is one time I wish I were a prosecutor. 
I wonder if they'll allow me to prosecute this case pro bono because I would have to not only punish this person severely, but send the message to other people. Having said that, Monsi, what do you want to add about the case and why it's such a big deal? Why people should care? Well, first of all, animals are one of the most innocent and marginalized species on our earth we don't even think of them as living beings or sentient beings we still think of them as commodities um, under the animal welfare act farmed animals aren't even included in the animal welfare act it's only for pets so we don't even think of them as you know somebody who is capable of suffering and feeling pain and they're individuals so if we think that what she did to the chicken was absolutely wrong which it is it's it's horrific and what she did to the rabbit and the frog was absolutely wrong then what's the difference between a chicken that's being slaughtered in a slaughterhouse right this moment there's literally no difference it's the same species and on top of that, that chicken has probably been through hell even before he or she ended up on the chopping block uh, because, you know, they're kept in such, um, they're kept in cages, small spaces. They don't get the space to move around. Their beaks are cut off. Their uh, uh, wings are clipped. It's, it, it's just, it's really horrific. So I think it just shows not only human depravity, but our hypocrisy in recognizing that when what we put on our plates every single day is the same animal that she was torturing. Those of you who have tuned in, you're listening to representatives of Revolution Philadelphia Animal Rights Organization. And those two persons are breaking it down. They are Monty Boguati and Stephanie Kirsten. And I love the fact that you both are a bit more rational and approachable in your veganism because I tend to be really belligerent and I know that that shouldn't be the approach because my goal is not to shut people down it's to enlighten them so I appreciate you both doing that let me play the devil's advocate and I'll start off with you Stephanie those who might say well yeah I hear Stephanie I hear Monsi but one they're just dumb animals two we need protein and three there are no vegan options available. So dumb animals, we need protein from eating them, and there are no options available. Stephanie, what's your response to that? Regardless of the intelligence, and we know that animals have intelligence that's measured on different scales. I mean, they're capable of things that we're not capable of. Um, I think the question is, can an animal feel pain? Can an animal mm. feel love? Do they have families? Do they have friends? Um, do they have basic needs that are not being met? So you know, you might look at an animal and think, well, you know, they're not as smart as a human, but their smarts are measured differently mm. and they can feel pain. You can see them crying on slaughter trucks. You can see them trying to get away when they know the end is near. Um, just like the animals in the video with, um, this, you know, the person we're talking about with mm. Monsi, you can see them trying to get away. I mean, they understand what's happening to them when they're on those trucks, when they're on the slaughterhouse floor, even when they're born and they're being mutilated and tortured and having their teeth cut off and they're being castrated and they're having their tails cut off without any sort of, you know, medication that, you know, they feel everything. Um, so I think as compassionate people, if we care about other living things, we need to care about all other living things and not just the animals that we share our homes with because all animals feel pain and deserve to be treated respectfully and, and deserve a life. Absolutely perfect. Let's jump to the protein issue. Well, I got to eat these animals because I need the protein. What's your response? 
So I think that's something that's been ingrained in us um, forever. I mean, we're all told you need milk for calcium, you need meat mm. for protein, but we're learning and companies have come so far with their substitutes with the alternatives. And if we're a whole foods, plant-based vegan, we can get the protein we need simply from tofu, from tempeh, from beans, from nuts. I mean, things that you don't even know have protein in them, have protein in them. Um, so if you're conscious about it and, and really look into different websites and maybe talk to a nutritionist or even online, it's easy to replace the protein you think you're getting from animals with plant-based protein because the protein you're getting from animals has been tortured, is full of disease, is full of pain and agony, and you're consuming that and putting that into your body. So a much better you know, way to get that protein for the earth, for yourself, for the animals is through plant-based protein sources, which there are plenty of. And Stephanie, you pretty much answered my third question, which was what options are available. So we can stop right there with you. So now let me shift gears and go to Monsi. What would you say to those who say, one, what's the big deal? They're dumb animals. Two, we need the protein. And uh, three, what options are available? Well, I just wanted to say one thinking that another species um, is dumb is the basis of oppression uh, that we have we've been through. I come from India and, you know, the British came to India to rule us. And that's what they thought, right? That we were dumb. We were dumb Indians and we were less mm -hmm. than. Mm -hmm. And now we're saying the same about animals. We have been saying the same about animals for 5,000 years. And that is simply not true just because they they do not fit into the definition of intelligence that a human being has doesn't mean that they are dumb. They, like Stephanie said, they have the capacity to feel pain and they have the capacity to feel love. And I think that should be enough to not kill them. Perfectly stated. In my situation, my two dogs, Rhythm and Blues, I've taken them to puppy school and intermediate school and the college level, but I've seen some pigs and chickens do stuff that my trained dogs are still not able to do. So that whole notion of dumb animals is just outrageous. Um, we're going to keep you on for about the next five or six minutes. We've got to take a quick break. But um, what I want to ask you both, and I'll start off with you, Monsi, what is it that you would like to share with the listening audience? If there's anything that you want them to remember as a result of your presentation, what would that thing be? I'll get your 30-second response, then I'll get a 30-second response from Stephanie. We'll take a quick commercial break, and then we'll wrap it up. So in 30 seconds, what would you want to stick with the audience? Well, one, come join us. You do not have to be vegan to be a part of Revolution Philadelphia. We are fighting for animal rights. We want to better animal, uh, we want, to, uh, want animals to have better life in Philadelphia. So please come join us. Very well said. And Stephanie, before I break and we bring you both back, what do you want to say in 30 seconds? Um, like Monty said, we want to open up our organization to everyone, anyone who loves dogs, anyone who loves cats. We can help you extend that love to all animals. And we're working on multiple campaigns right now throughout the city. And even if you don't want to come out to one of our educational outreaches or protests, you can do things online. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Cases like this that come up in our local area, we jump on, we collaborate with other organizations like PETA, like the Humane Society, um, and we help do local things. We might show up to the hearing um, that she has on March 20th and put together a protest. So if this case grabbed you and made you feel some sort of way, you're a perfect candidate to join us at Revolution Philadelphia because we're here to speak for the animals. 
We are listening to the voices of Stephanie Curson and Mansi Bugwadi of Revolution Philadelphia. They are the leading animal rights organization here in Philadelphia. Do some great work. I'm thoroughly impressed with them. And for me, I love having people like you two on because you're more reasonable and approachable. I, if I had my own vegan organization, I'm not sure if I would allow carnivores to be a part of it. But if I want to have an open door policy, because the thing I have to realize is this. I became a vegan when I became a vegan. Before then, I wasn't a vegan. And it wasn't anything that you could tell me to make me think about it until I decided to. So the whole approach, and this is obviously what Revolution Philadelphia does, is to meet people where they are. And the fact that you do that, that's a wonderful thing. When we come back, I'm going to ask you both, one, to um, tell us uh, why you do what you do regarding horse-drawn carriages. Like, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that cute? Isn't that quaint? Why wouldn't anybody want to participate in that? Number two, I'd like you both to provide contact information, social media, website, phone numbers, and all that. And then finally, since this is the radio courtroom, in courtroom proceedings, we have our guests to do a closing argument. So I'll give you about a one or two minute closing argument. But first, a break. We'll be right back. WURD, 900 AM, WURD, 96.1 FM. You're listening to The Radio Courtroom with attorney Michael Kaur, exclusively on Word Radio, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Black Talk Media. That's exactly what it is, Black Talk Media. And for the next, oh, five minutes or so, we're going to continue our discussion with representatives from Revolution Philadelphia. Those representatives are Stephanie Kirsten and Monsi Bugwadi. And I told you that I was going to deal with three issues when we came back, but I got a text from a good friend of mine. By the way, although I'm an attorney, I don't like many lawyers because they tend to be rigid and conservative and status quo. But every now and then I meet some great lawyers like Marnie Joseph. Snyder, a great colleague and comrade of mine, and she asked me a question to pose, and I think it's such a wonderful question, I'm going to ask it. Uh, She said that I should ask you about some of the past successes that your organization has been involved in and current campaigns. So, Monsi, I'll start off with you. What have you done? My mentor, the great Charles Bowser, used to tell me that it's good to fight the good fight. It's even better to win the good fight. So let's talk about some of the past successes and current campaigns. Monsi, we'll start with you and then Stephanie. Yeah, I think one of our biggest successes has been being able to, well, I'm going to say shut down, (laughs) Um, (laughs) shut down the horse carriage company. We are not completely sure if that was totally us or not, but we were very consistent in our protests. We were very consistent in reaching out to them and letting them know that we were not happy that they had horses on the street. We uh, were working with city council to introduce a bill banning horse carriages in Philadelphia. So I think that has been one of our biggest successes. There are no more horse carriages in Philadelphia. Uh, And then a while ago, we were also able to get the Bruno brothers in Center City to stop selling live lobsters. Mm -hmm. Um, While it may seem like a small thing, those lobsters were kept in very small tanks. And you know that lobsters are boiled alive and they feel everything as they're being boiled. So we were able to get them to stop selling live lobsters as well. 
And before we hear from Stephanie, Monsi, tell us what's the big deal about horse-drawn carriages? Don't the horses like that? Well, how would you feel if you were tied to a thousand-pound carriage Ooh. and asked to pull another five, six hundred pounds of people wow. on concrete asphalt roads that become really, really hot during summers and without any breaks, and you you had to work for twelve, fourteen hours a day? Uh, you know, horses love to run around, and they do that for themselves. They are not here for us. They are not meant to be ridden. They just want to exist for their own purposes. And what we do is we take them out of that natural environment and put them in these unnatural environments in a small barn where they don't even have enough space to turn around. Um, and they're standing all day. They're being fed. They're being watered. But but what good is that? There's no enrichment. And we have noticed ourselves when we used to protest on the streets that there were sick horses, injured horses who needed medical attention, and yet they were being forced to work those 12, 14-hour shifts, carting people around all around Philadelphia. So, so it's definitely cruel to the horses. I do not believe they enjoy it. Very well stated. Stephanie, you want to add anything to that? Just at the horses, you see them working um, in Old City for, like Monty said, 10 to 12 hours. There's no one out there monitoring them, making sure that they're being taken care of, making sure they're following the laws that were put there. And then when they're done for the day, they are brought to a different part of the city. Um, and again, unnatural conditions, surrounded by construction, surrounded by noise. And when the horses are out working, they're in traffic. They're breathing in exhaust fumes the entire time. And they're prey animals, so things could easily scare them. They could easily run off. And we saw many, many violations when we were out there uh, documenting these violations that the drivers were not holding onto them. An accident could have happened at any moment. They're not paying attention when they were being driven. They're on their phones. They're not looking at what their cars are. So it was dangerous for the public. It was dangerous and horrible for the horses. And so we're very happy that they are, have been off the streets since um, you know, over a year, December 2022. Those of you who have just tuned in, you're listening to the voices of Stephanie Kirsten and Monsi Bogwadi, representatives of Revolution Philadelphia, talking about animal cruelty and animal rights. And I'm talking about this today because this past Monday, which was February 5, there was a preliminary hearing scheduled for a woman who have who has done some of the most outrageously evil things I've ever seen or heard of when it comes to sentient creatures. And by sentient creatures, I'm including, of course, human beings. I'm including puppies. I'm including kittens. But I'm also including the frogs that she tortured and the rabbits and the pigeons and the chickens. And I'm also talking about the cows and the fish and the other items that many people eat because these animals are what we call sentient creatures. What does that mean? That means that if I take this pen and jab myself in the hand, I'll feel pain. Well, that cow feels that same pain. That horse feels that same pain. We're talking about creatures that feel pain. We're talking about creatures that undergo trauma. We're talking about creatures that experience fear. We're talking about creatures that grieve separation. That's why it's so important that we understand what Revolution Philadelphia is talking about and that folks join me on March 30. At 9 a.m. outside the media courthouse, that's Delaware County, March 20, for the formal arraignment of, of Anagar Monsi, a 28-year-old woman from Upper Darby who was on YouTube viciously torturing 
brutalizing and murdering defenseless animals. A message must be sent. And just so folks know, a formal arraignment is a two-minute proceeding. In fact, often defendants are not even there. The lawyer simply fills out some paperwork saying he needs or she needs or they need certain documents. Paperwork is shuffled. You're in and out in two or three minutes. That's inside the courtroom. I'm talking about people showing up outside the courthouse just to let the public know because even the district justice at the preliminary hearing, and I'm usually the one always talking about reducing bail. Well, the judge not only reduced bail on uh, February 5, he made it an unsecured bail. What does that mean? That means it went from having to pay 10% of $200,000 to simply signing a form saying, I promise to show up. Well, that's not the right message to send to people who, and I always talk about the presumption of innocence. But when I see you on video doing the thing you're accused of, then that presumption is kind of weakened. Let me stop yelling and screaming because I'm getting excited right now. So I'm going to turn it over to the folks that you tuned in to hear from. So here's the thing. Um, I want you both to, one, give us your contact information, phone number, website, email, social media, whatever. And then I want you both to do a 90-second or maybe two-minute uh, closing argument. This is the radio courtroom show, so in many courtroom proceedings, there are opportunities for closing arguments. So first, let's start with you, Monsi. Give us any contact information and give us your 90-second closing argument. Sure. Uh, so you can contact us on Instagram or Facebook. We are Revolution Philadelphia. You'll find us, you'll see a logo that states RP. And our website is www.rev-philly.org. Um, you can reach us via email at mancy at revphilly.org or stephanie at revphilly.org. We would be we would love to hear from you. And for my closing arguments, I just wanted to say that in today's day and age, in 2024, we really do not need to eat animals anymore uh, or wear them or, you know, any of that or test on them or send them to space or any of that. We need to recognize that animals are sentient. Animals are not objects or commodities, and they are not here to be used or abused by us or for us. They're here for their own purpose. They're here because they want to exist on earth and we share this planet with them. And a lot of the issues we're seeing with climate change are because we are treating animals like their commodities and we're treating forests like their commodities. And we need to stop doing that. One way to address climate change is to, you know, use renewable energy and, and all of that. But that requires an overhaul of infrastructure and the government needs to do something. But you can be vegan and still have a positive impact on climate change by not eating animals because a lot of deforestation happens to plant soy and corn that is then fed to animals. So that's one. And then second, this is cruelty. We need to recognize it as that and it's violence. And we should not eat animals or, you know, again, wear them, go vegan uh, because it's cruelty. It's simple. It's cruelty and it's violence. Very well stated. And we'll wrap things up with you, Stephanie. One, contact information and two, closing argument. 
Yeah, like Monty said, um, please find us on Facebook, on Instagram, join us. We will be posting different things that you can do from home through your phone. Um, hopefully we'll put together some sort of action you can take um, against Ms. Monty, um, maybe asking the judge for the max sentencing, show up the day she's supposed to be in court outside protesting, make some signs, uh, you know, show your outrage for this. But if this is something that pulled at your heartstrings, the way that she treated these animals, the way she tortured them, the same thing, if not worse even is happening to 10 billion land animals in the united states every year that's 266 animals being slaughtered tortured murdered every second um and we're not helpless in this there's things we can do we see something we need to say something just like with her um people saw this PETA saw this they spoke out they reached out to authorities and now she's going to be held accountable hopefully um so if you see any sort of cruelty speak up um these animals need our voice they are helpless they are innocent and we can be their voice. We can give them that. And that's what Rev Revolution Philadelphia does. We're here to speak for the animals that can't necessarily speak for themselves. Um, and we're a very welcoming community. Um, I, you know, you just have to look at animals and see that. And if you've ever had a connection with a pet, with a companion mm -hmm. animal, you see, you, you know their love. They're there for you. Um, and the same is to be said for cows and pigs and chickens and fish. And what we're doing to them is not okay. And not only is it killing them, it's killing us like Monty said. So we need to do better and we can do better. We're not helpless in this. We can make change. Um, even just one person can affect change. We're hoping that people that listen to your show will join us, join Revolution Philadelphia, and we'd be happy to answer any questions and let people know what we're all about. Very well said. I love your closing arguments. Both of you laid it out well. You included your contact information. Um, I'll say this. I appreciate your approach. I love your approach. And if I can just add to what you all said, let's arm the animals and make it a fair fight. That's all I'm saying. Uh, thank you both very much. I'd like to have you back on periodically to give us updates either about this case or about veganism and animal liberation in a general sense. So I'll be reaching out to you and maybe once a month or so we can have you back on the show. We'd love that. Thank you. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. And folks, you've heard the powerful voices of Monsi Boguadi. You've heard from Stephanie Kirsten. You've heard from Revolution Philadelphia. Thank you both very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.